at a time when most young people are probably rejecting politics to a point that they can't even stand the concept of hearing anything about politics, you see guys like Ben Carlisle. Ben is an interesting figure. Of course, I've only met him online. I don't know him personally. Um, I lived in the same general area as he did in Buffalo. He hangs out in a place called Allentown. Um, I lived in Elmwood Village, a little bit up the road for a while, and then later on on the west side of Buffalo near Massachusetts Street and uh, Grant, basically, that general area, uh, which was kind of the edge of the hood. So it's a different kind of community experience living in Buffalo, even in what some would describe as some of the strangest places. You always found a sense of community, a sense of good neighbors, a sense of people trying to look out for one another. I remember one time when uh, there had been a shooting in a neighborhood earlier in the day and the home that had been targeted, the guy who was coming back home uh, and, and parking his car, parked it in front of our house because he was worried that whoever had been firing off a, a weapon in his general vicinity might do it near his house and harm his car. He had not been the target. It was just somebody renting an apartment in the same building that he was in. But he looked at me and he was concerned that I was concerned about the whole situation. He just told me basically, you know, word man, just gotta chill and deal with it. And sometimes, yeah, you do have to hug the floor in order to live some more. And that's basically what Buffalo has been for so many people for so long. A lot of people go to Buffalo and get a fresh start. A lot of people also go to Buffalo to wind things up and uh, basically cool and chill things down. Definitely, it is a town you're going to be chill in because it is so cold. <laughs> but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I have met, however, Byron Brown. I have gone into the mayor's office. I have talked to his staff. I have sat down with them and they've listened to me and my ideas, even if I was just a nobody off the street that was one thing i found very interesting about buffalo city hall you couldn't do that here in new york city you would not be seen by a major city mayor now remember the entire buffalo metro area has a population of over a million people but that includes several small cities and towns uh, that surround buffalo in fact some might say it even uh covers an area up to the next major city, which is uh, Rochester, uh, kind of uh, they're they're the closest next big urban area. So it's it's a curious place, an interesting place. I think India Walton would probably be more at home in Rochester than she would be in Buffalo. I just have a feeling that that city is not quite ready for that kind of a situation, uh, wherein you would you would have almost an experimental kind of mayor trying to run things. Uh, a mayor who's had no basic experience in governance. Maybe India Walton should try running for the city council. Perhaps she could learn the ways there. Maybe India Walton will be elected and run everybody out of town. Well, that's no problem. Everybody will just move across the line to Kenmore or Amherst or uh, down to Depew or, or other areas on the fringes of Buffalo and you have more urban blight and people will just wait for the next election to get her out of office or even move some other ways to do things. It is highly unlikely that any experiment that does not involve major uh, movement of capital 
will change Buffalo in the near future. It used to be one of the top 10 major urban centers in the United States. Now it is one of the top 10 major crime centers in the United States. But it is a major trade hub with a huge amount of trade going between Buffalo and the uh, city of uh, Toronto uh, in Canada across the river, basically, the Niagara River that runs uh, to the northern side of the city. It is a major gateway city for trade with Canada. If it were mismanaged, it could lead to major problems. Right now, Buffalo's crime situation is well managed because of efficient cooperation between Buffalo City Hall and federal authorities. With a new city government that does not believe in dealing with anything that has to do with ICE or federal authorities, you could have a disaster in the north. That is scary. And that is something people in Buffalo need to remember. That it's not just their city that is going to be affected, but it could literally affect the peace, security, and prosperity of all of New York State if they make the wrong choice in the days ahead. So let's think about it. I think India Walton may have some sincere views about things and getting things done in Buffalo and maybe one day she could be a leader of the city. Who knows? But this is not the time to experiment. Not in the middle of a pandemic where people are still trying to figure out what is going on, what jobs and what economy will move forward. No. Buffalo needs people who can get things done. And that would be my choice to write in either Byron Brown or Ben Carlisle because you either need someone who knows the law or someone who knows his way around in order to get things done not somebody who can't figure out where they parked their car and why it got towed away so write a name down pick Ben or Byron Brown I'm Mike of New York Byron Brown has argued that India Walton is not ready to be mayor. He's absolutely correct. Ms. Walton has argued that after 16 years of Byron Brown, it's time for a new mayor. She's also absolutely correct. It would be disingenuous of me to get up here and tell you that Buffalo hasn't improved under Byron Brown's watch. It has. But as I mentioned earlier, after 16 years, you get complacent. After 16 years, you get arrogant. After 16 years, you start going through the motions instead of shooting for the stars. It's time to dream big in Buffalo. Dreaming big means fighting for a new Bill Stadium in downtown Buffalo. Dreaming big means a major investment in our infrastructure by redoing our water lines, our sewer lines, and burying our utilities. Dreaming big means transforming Buffalo into one of the greenest and cleanest cities in America. Unfortunately, dreams will not come true if we elect India Walton as our mayor. Instead, a nightmare will become a reality. Ms. Walton has argued that she deserves to be mayor because she's real, she's resilient, and she's ready. I would argue that she is none of the above. Let's first examine whether or not she's real. To get to that question, you have to pose the proper question. Who is the real India Walden? Is the real India Walden the person who went around last summer with a megaphone screaming that she wants to defund the police and that they don't keep our community safe? Or is the real India Walden the one who comes up here and speaks meekly to the microphone and says, no, I don't want to do that? Is the real India Walton a racial and social justice warrior? Or is the real India Walton the person who went on Facebook and told 
a common council member that he's a tender blank white man. Let's go with resiliency. How resilient is she? Every single time Indy Walton makes a mistake, she blames someone else, she points the finger, she plays the victim. There's a word for that, but it certainly isn't resiliency. How ready is India Walton? India Walton can't keep track of her unpaid parking tickets, she can't keep track of her taxes, and she can't keep a job. India Walton is not real, she is not resilient, she is not ready. But Buffalo is ready for a new mayor, and Buffalo is ready for a new mayor who will put the city first, not party politics first. I'm gonna get things done by working with everyone, regardless of party affiliation. I don't wanna just reach across the aisle, I wanna get rid of the aisle altogether. It's gonna take hard work from the entire community in order to get things done. I've had a job since I was nine years old. I am not afraid of hard work. Because I did not reach out to the party bosses and kiss the ring at the outset, I'm not gonna be on the ballot. So if you wanna vote for me, you're gonna to have to go to the bottom right-hand corner of the ballot, you're gonna to have to circle in the oval that says write in, and then you have to write my name, Ben Carlisle, in that same box. On November 2nd, we can make history by electing the first socialist mayor in this country since 1960, or we can make history by electing a write-in candidate with no party affiliation. Let's make history that our kids can be proud and happy about. Let's write in, Ben. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ben Carlisle, and I'm running for mayor of Buffalo. My wife and I have been able to live out the American dream right here in Buffalo. I'm running for mayor to make sure that the American dream remains tangible here in Buffalo for anyone who's willing to put in the effort. For some people, the American dream is handed to them on a silver platter, but for the rest of us, it takes hard work to realize the American dream. I learned about hard work from my parents. With six brothers and sisters, we always lived paycheck to paycheck, but I never felt poor. Anytime we needed extra money, my dad would take a second job working nights and my mom always had a job. My parents provided us with the necessities, but beyond the necessities, we had to work for it. I got my first job when I was nine years old delivering newspapers. I'd get up at 5.30 every morning and put in a few hours of work before most of my classmates rolled out of bed. When I was 14, I got a job working on a farm picking watermelons and cantaloupes in 100 degree heat for $4.50 an hour. I put myself through college working 40 plus hours a week, and I took out massive student loans for college and law school that I'm still working to pay off. Nothing was ever handed to me, but I have found that if you work hard, the sky's the limit in Buffalo. My wife Azima is living proof of this promise. Azima grew up in India. She and her family immigrated to the United States in 2002. They left India thinking that they had permanently left behind government corruption and socialism. In India, the smallest cooperation from the government requires a bribe, and because of socialism, Big Brother has invaded nearly every segment of India. Deadly violence erupted in Azima's home state, her senior year of high school between Hindus and Muslims. A strict curfew was imposed that closed nearly everything. Azima and her classmates had to finish their final examinations under police supervision. Azima and her family were able to escape the violence and made it to the U.S. just before Azima's 18th birthday. When she and her family arrived, they had nothing. They had to live with family for the first year in order to get their feet on the ground. Azima didn't waste one second of that first year. When she got to Buffalo, she immediately got a job and enrolled in community college. She then put herself through college and med school, and now she's a fellowship-trained ER doctor. According to India Walton, the socialist who wants to be our mayor, it is impossible for a poor, brown, Muslim immigrant to get ahead in Buffalo without massive governmental intervention. But that is a lie. What it takes is a dream and hard work. Azima and her family love Buffalo. 
They find it to be a very welcoming place where anything is possible through hard work. I couldn't agree with them more. Buffalo is a special place and it's worth fighting for. If you believe the American dream is still worth fighting for, come fight this fight with me. I'm not running as a Republican or a Democrat, just a concerned but hopeful Buffalonian. Better days are here. I'm Ben Carlisle, write-in candidate for mayor of Buffalo. If you listen to the socialists and the communists, this is all they have to say about what is coming to the Democratic Party and its current leadership. The tired, tired, old Democratic Party that is beholden to big money. We are winning race after race. We're winning the war of ideas. We're winning over the people. The people were already there. And it's about time, my friends, that we have more people holding office who share our values and our ideas. I mean, this is how crazy, this is how crazy it is, how, how much we're winning. We've got Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi on board pushing our agenda. This $3.5 trillion bill, Bernie wrote it, Biden backs it, and we're winning. <laughs> That's the good news. And that is the bad news for the rest of America. The socialist, the communist, say they're winning. What comes next?